0: Good morning everyone, uh, super excited about our passage this morning, but before we go there together, I want to take a little bit of time just to express some gratitude on behalf of the elders for your prayer and attention to the time that we took last week just to step away and carefully consider some things uh, happening in the life of our church, seeking to be faithful to the Lord. One of the blessings that we have in doing so is knowing that when we are gone, everything is good here. That you are in good hands. Thank you, Brian, for stepping in and serving in the pulpit for Chris, uh, for leading worship. I mean, you should, you, we don't skip a beat. What a blessing to be a part of a church family that is filled with people who have a heart for ministry. So very, very grateful. In the weeks and months to come, I hope just to share things over time that... Uh, God spoke to us and during our time, but I want you to know that a lot of what we've walked through together was based on things that we heard from you, the great input from staff from ministry leaders, and I want to affirm with you again that you are always welcome to share your thoughts insights, things that are on your heart that you want us to be in prayerful consideration of. We welcome that input, and I can assure you that we spend time prayerfully considering each of those things. Now, that being said, we also realize that we're not going to be able to please everyone all the time. Um, I've been in leadership in several different capacities. I know John Maxwell's written a book, talked about the irrefutable laws of leadership. Well, I have one of my own. And it is that as a leader, you cannot avoid disappointing some of the people most of the time. <laughs> That's like this, according to Todd. But, Incredibly hard for somebody who's a people pleaser like me. I want to please all the people all the time, but in leadership, you realize that it's just not possible. But I do want to assure you that we do take, give thoughtful, prayerful consideration to each of the things that you share with us, things that are on your heart. And our priority is really simple, and I think that's maybe a blessing in the life of our church world today. We kind of operate along the lines of. Uh, a simple church philosophy. We're big on people, not real big on programs. We really don't get caught up in some of the ministry fads and the latest church trends. And I can assure you, we're confronted with those. I get an email every single week, not every few weeks, not every few months, every single week with a new way to do missions. A new strategy to build community. A new ministry that promises to change people's lives. So there's no shortage of ideas out there. But here's where I find my comfort as a pastor. 1 Corinthians chapter 12 teaches us that God places the members in the body just as he does that He uniquely gifts each of those members in a special way, giving them a manifestation of the Spirit for the common good. What that tells me, I kind greatly of a great encounter. That our little church family here on the corner of 66th and in Indiana is handcrafted by God. Just the right people, with just the right gifts to carry out. His specific purpose for our local body. Which means that we're not going to do everything that needs to be done, but we will do everything we need to do according to what He has put on our We will go in the direction that He intends to lead us, And I can assure you on behalf of the elders, when we spend time together, that's what we're praying. For, that we will be faithful to that. We're convinced that God wants us to make a silence. To equip the saints for the work of ministry. And we know there's a lot of ways that we can do that, but we're just trying to trust the Lord and follow the Lord and how He's called us to do that here at Northern Park. So we've been busy, we being Brian and Bruce and I recently trying to kind of articulate this in a way that might be helpful to give you a big picture view of what that looks like at Million Park. And I think Brian came up with this idea. Is there a slide uh, that talks about the discipleship highway? Perfect. So this is kind of an illustration of what this looks like at Melanie Park Church. So if you think about it in terms of a highway, you know that to enter onto a highway, you have to have an on-ramp, right? So the on-ramp into discipleship at Melanie Park Church is what happens right now, Sunday morning worship. You enter into the life of the church through our corporate service together where we come as a body of believers to worship and praise the Lord together. We consider it the on-ramp, but not exactly the road to discipleship, because we believe that discipleship depends on relationship, and it's just hard to really get to know people on a Sunday morning large group setting. Um, we don't know each other's stories that well. We are kind and hopefully greet each other well, but discipleship occurs once you move into the life of this body. The slow lane. We'll call it. That's where we enter in easiest onto this discipleship highway is what happens on Sunday morning ABS. It's easy. It's during the first hour. There's child care provided. There's several options for you to get involved in. It's a little bit slower because there's limited time and there's people moving as they try out other classes, which we encourage them to, but it is a pathway into discipleship here at Melian Park because we're spending time in God's Word, we're praying with and for one another, so that's where you get started. But eventually, we want to move people into the fast lane of discipleship, and at Mellon Park, that's our small groups. I think Brian did a survey recently, and almost 150 people in this little church are involved in small groups, so, within then the life of the body, that's pretty remarkable. And we believe that's really important in the life of our church because in those small groups is where you begin to share life together. You begin to open your heart with one another. You're still spending time in God's Word, but you're just prayerfully considering how does this apply to the situation that we're in in our marriage or in our family or in our job. And we are very uh, intentional about caring for one another. There have been situations where people have lost loved ones, and those small groups have rallied around them and like a deeply connected family. That's the way it should work. And that's why they're important. But over time, there may be opportunities to move into the HOV lane. If you've been on the highway, you know, you have to have multiple people in your car, right? Well, the HOV lane at Valley Park Church can have different forms over time. Right now... There's a pilot group in place looking at a ministry called Regeneration. Regeneration is a 12-month discipleship recovery program. It's intended to help people find hope in the midst of hurts, habits, and hangings. And we know that we've said before, this is a hospital for the hurting. So this is a ministry under consideration for how we might best care for the hurting. And so, over the next several months, this pilot group will prayerfully discern if this makes sense in the life of our church. Let me be an example of an angel healing. Now, if you've been on a highway for very long, you know that there's a real benefit every once in a while just pulling over and parking and taking a rest off, right? Get out, stretch your legs, take a deep breath. We try to implement that within the life of our church in that discipleship highway here as well. And that can look like our men's and women's retreats. right? So women... This Friday is a chance for you to have a rest stop. To step out of the craziness of life and step into some fellowship with other women. Spend time in God's Word and just be refreshed. In spring spring, you'll have the same opportunity we encourage you to take advantage of that. We have a routine here where we try to alternate each year. One year we do a missions conference. The next year we do something marriage, family related. Uh, And we'll continue to do that this next February. Keegan Williamson will be leading us in a marriage conference. So many of you know Keegan is one of our missionaries. And the heart of his ministry right now is going onto the mission field and helping people in ministry learn how to live faithfully in the context of their marriage under all that pressure. I don't know that the principles that he applies to them are all that different to us in just trying to make marriage a priority in the midst of busyness of life. Right? So he's going to come in February and lead our church in a marriage conference. One of the things that we heard from you this year that we've put into consideration and plan to implement after the marriage conference, you told us that you wanted to have some shorter series on specific topics. So after the marriage conference, Carrie and Sherry Gilbert are going to lead a six to eight week series on the marriage. That you can take some of those principles from the conference and then flesh them out in the context of that 6 day eight week study. And through the year, we hope to do other things that might be relevant and important to our lives as a church family. So, all this goes to say, whatever we do here at Melody Park is going to fit under that umbrella. And our goal is to make sure that there's never a time where something happens in the life of this church and anyone might say, gosh, where did that come from? never saw that from. If that happens, we're not doing our job very well because we want instead the response to be, oh, that makes sense. We've been praying about that. So this is an attempt to give you our heart for ministry here at Bellingham Park. And it's very simple, but we think God's command is pretty simple. To go and make disciples, to equip the saints for the work of ministry, for the building up of the body of Christ. So you can be praying for that because anything that happens, is going to follow right underneath that Make sense. so thank you for your prayers and uh let's pray together before we open the you father thank you so much for the blessing of this church family what a gift what a gift it is to me to be a pastor in such an amazingly loving generous caring church Thank you for the chance for the people that are here this morning to be engaged in the lives of other men and women to share life together not just show up and then leave out but actually be a part of each other's lives be praying for one another to know what's happening with real intention and purpose so father as we spend time in your word this morning would you please um, enlighten our hearts with truths that we need to hear just the right truth, at just the right time for where we are in life right now. You do that well, Lord, and we ask together that you do that this morning. We pray this in your name. Amen.